Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of K-Axis Wrestling Podcast. Today I'll be discussing SmackDown, the June 19th, 2018 edition from Toledo, Ohio at the Huntington Center. Okay, so let's get into this show. Alright, so the show started with Paige giving a rundown of Money in the Bank and she introduces a five-man gauntlet match for the number one contender for AJ Styles at Extreme Rules. And this match, um, this match uh, will have, what was it, who was in that one? They, it was a gauntlet match between Big E, Rusev, Daniel Bryan, The Miz, and Samoa Joe. Yeah, that was the five-man gauntlet match. And, you know, then after that, you know, Carmella, she made her entrance. Um, she cut a face-like promo at first. Um, you know, she got into this whole motivational speech about, you know, having, I guess, um, what was it? Having, like, self-esteem issues and things like that. Um, telling all the boys and girls of the world to never give up and all this and that. And then she just, you know, flips it to a heel-style promo after that and said she was kidding, they'll never be like her, and, you know, just her normal braggadocious attitude. Um, so then the Asuka theme plays, you know, while she's out there. And then, I mean, this was pretty obvious to me. Like, I knew it was Ellsworth again. You know, he comes out there dressed up like her, and, you know, and then he cuts a promo and starts kissing up to Carmelo like he normally does. And then uh, then the real Oscar comes out. Um, she comes storming down to the ring. She kicked Ellsworth, um, dropped him to the mat, and Carmella got out of there. And then I, th I think she dragged Ellsworth. And no, 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 no. She, um, she attacked Oscar from behind after that, and then they both got out of there together. And that's the end of that. So... Then we had a backstage segment of Becky Lynch basically gearing up. I think she was just, you know, looking for the right pair of steampunk goggles to put on or something. Then we moved along to a promo, which was extremely annoying, by the way. Um, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce again. They are very, very annoying. They have really, really extremely annoying voices, and I, I can't stand it when they cut a promo. Hopefully I'm not the only one who sees it that way all right so then we finally had match number one this was becky lynch versus billy Kay, and billy Kay dominated most of the match from what i've seen and the match ended with billy Kay tapping to becky's disarmor armbar submission hold so that was the end of that um becky lynch what do i think I mean, they say she was really, really good at NXT, but I'm not really seeing it so much on the main roster. Every once in a while, she will pull off a good match. She will put on a good effort. She will do moves that she doesn't normally do anymore. Um, I just don't know when I'm going to see that Becky Lynch again. It'd be nice if I did. Um, she's not the greatest on the microphone either, but she does what she can. So I can't knock her entirely. Alright, so then after that we had a recap of last week's events between Matt Hardy, not Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy and Nakamura, you know, in their whole controversial ending thing where, you know, Nakamura and his low blows, 
that's just come on that's just I'm, I'm so tired of that it's it's ridiculous and then we had a backstage segment of Jeff Hardy cutting a pretty odd promo to say the least he's talking about all sorts of human anatomy and things like that and saying how you know his incident with Nakamura changed him and just odd stuff like that so we're pretty familiar on where this is headed this is going to lead to Jeff Hardy versus Nakamura for the U.S. title, and I guess they figure since they you know since they figured they're not going to put the WWE title on Nakamura, they're going to put the U.S. title on him. They're going to put some kind of belt on him, and it's going to be the U.S. title. That's the way I you know that's the way I believe it's going to happen anyway. I mean I could be wrong, but most likely I'm not. So then we had a segment, um, quick segment. Um, of Sanity's debut, finally, because they promised it weeks ago, and then they, then they just canceled it. So they finally do their debut. Um, they were scheduled for a match against the Usos, and then, um, let me see, yeah, then they put up the screen for it, the advertisement for the um, Sanity versus Usos match. Then they crashed to WWE advertising, which they tend to do a lot. Um, then we got to a backstage segment with Renee Young interviewing Daniel Bryan. And this led to, um, he took a shot at Miz, I remember. Um, he said something along the lines of, yeah, he started naming the people that were in the, um, you know, that's going to be in the five-man gauntlet match later on in the show that were going to be in it. Um, and he, he named off, um, he didn't name everybody. He named everybody except for Miz and uh, I think Miz and Rusev. I think he left the, those two out of it. And Renee Young asked, you know, she was she. I think she mentioned Miz, and then he was like, "I said the best," <laughs> you know. So he, he kind of took a shot at the Miz there. Um, moving along to an in-ring promo, the Usos cut a quick promo there. You know, talking about how they came up from having pain on their face to doing what they do now, and. You know, everything, you know, pretty much, you know, a summary of what they did to get where they are now. So then we had a segment um, that was supposed to be a match, but you had Usos versus Sanity. You know, both teams were out there, and then Sanity just unleashes a attack on the Usos. They just beat the crap out of the Usos, and that's the end. It wasn't even a match. A bell was never rung. So, um, there was never a match there. So, to move along, we had a backstage segment. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Backstage working out, you know, showing off a little bit. Bludgeon Brothers just standing there on the next uh, screen. And then we had Renee Young interviewing Nakamura, then he's up to his usual antics, just acting silly and goofy and what have you. Then we finally get along to match number two after so many backstage segments and other segments and promos and recaps and other garbage. So, Gallows and Anderson versus the Bludgeon Brothers, the rematch from the Money in the Bank pre-show. Alright, so the Bludgeon Brothers dominated most of the match from what I remember. Alright, so um, Anderson and Gallows, they made a brief comeback, and then Gallows tagged in Anderson at a certain point, and then Anderson, um, he had survived like two high-impact slams, but 
he was eventually put away with the um, the double team power bomb by the Bludgeon Brothers, and he was pinned by Eric Rowan, and that was the end of that match. So then we had match number three, and this was the main event. This was the gauntlet match. Okay, so this match began with Daniel Bryan and Big E. All right, so Daniel Bryan dominated that for a good portion. Um, Big E made a comeback. Um, it was a very good seesaw match. There was a good variety of slams, submissions, and reversals. And Daniel Bryan won with the running knee strike. So then Samoa Joe came down. So then the match becomes Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan. Samoa Joe dominated with slams and a variety of submission holds. Very good stuff. Um, and then and then eventually we got to a point where, you know, Samoa Joe had locked in the Coquina Clutch on the outside of the ring. And then Daniel Bryan had kicked off, you know, he had kicked off of the uh, barricade and kind of rolled back out of it. And Samoa Joe, as he was getting up, Daniel Bryan ran back into the ring. Samoa Joe was making his way to the ring, and he was counted out. So Samoa Joe was out right there. And then from out of nowhere, the Bludgeon Brothers come out and just beat the crap out of Daniel Bryan. And then Miz is the next guy to come down for the gauntlet, and then he runs down to the ring, hits the skull-crushing finale on Daniel Bryan, and hits, you know gets a three count. So then the match becomes Miz versus Rusev. Okay. To make it quick, Rusev won via submission hold. That would be his um, the accolade. And Samoa, I mean, at that point, Rusev is now the number one contender for AJ Styles. Like, who would have thought? But sure enough, they they pulled the trigger on this one. Um, so then AJ Styles came out, and at some point, um, he had dropped Aiden English to the mat. For, um, for doing something disrespectful. I totally forgot what it was, to be completely honest with you. But I don't feel like it was entirely relevant. So that's how the show ended for SmackDown. What did I think of this episode? Um, I think the gauntlet match was good until it boiled down to Miz and Rusev. That's when I really started to, you know, just, you know, lose interest in the match. Because uh, I feel like, you know, I feel like the best wrestlers were just phased out early on. Like, I really believe that I wanted to see Daniel Bryan, Big E, or uh, Samoa Joe win. But unfortunately, none of the three did. Um, so, uh, you know, now Rusev is our number one contender for AJ Styles. If he goes over AJ Styles, I'm not going to be happy. Uh, I'll be completely honest because I feel like AJ Styles is more of a veteran in the game. He is more skilled. He's more interesting. He's even better on the mic. He's not great on the mic, but he's better than Rusev on the mic, whether you want to admit it or not. Um, what did I think of the show in general? Um, scale of one through five, one being the worst, five being the best, I would give it a one and three quarters out of five. Sorry, it just didn't pique my interest. You only had three matches within a two-hour show. I mean, technically not with the commercial breaks, but still. Um, I just didn't, it, it didn't really pique my interest. It didn't hold my interest for very long at all. Because, you know, there were a whole bunch of segments. You know, you had, you had the opening segment, or opening segments. Then you had the backstage segment. Then you had a promo. Then you finally had a match. 
but it was not the best of matches that they could have had. Um, and then we had a recap, a backstage segment, another segment, a backstage segment, um, a promo, another segment, and then another backstage segment, and then another backstage segment, and then a backstage interview, and then we finally get a second match. And then that match, that match was okay. It wasn't awful, but it wasn't great. It was somewhere in between. Um, match number three. The gauntlet, like I said, I mean, it had its moments. I feel like the first half was better than the second half. Um, as, as far as, as, in terms of Big E, Daniel Bryan, and Samoa Joe being in the match, you know, that was the highlight points of the match for me. Um, I don't know. On, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the absolute worst, 10 being the absolute best, I would give this episode of SmackDown a 3. 3 out of 10. That's about all I can give it. You know, and that's being generous. Uh, like I said, I gave my reasons. I just didn't feel like it, you know, like they put in, you know, everything that they could have put into it to make it a good show. I really feel like it was a lazy effort. I feel like they could have done better. They could have cut back on the segments. You know, it was just too much of that. So that's all I have to say. So I'm going to wrap this episode up. With that being said, if you like what I'm doing, Feel free to comment, rate, subscribe, share, and follow, and donate. Um, you can do that via social media. You can, um, you know, just support the show by finding me on Twitter at KAxis Wrestling, on Instagram, KAxis Wrestling Podcast. Um, those are going to be my top two social media platforms, if you don't know already. You can also find me on iTunes at K-Axis Wrestling Podcast. You could find me on Facebook, K-Axis Wrestling Podcast. And you could find me on Pinterest, K-Axis Wrestling Podcast. You can find all of my episodes on Anchor FM at anchor.fm slash WP. And if you want to subscribe, which I suggest you do, it would be a great way to support the show. Subscribe through Twitter with the QR code that you see in my photo sections. Just scan it with your smartphone and it'll take you directly to the subscriber page. And then you just put in your email and hit the subscribe button. Simple as that. It takes about a minute or less, probably less. Um, you can also subscribe by going to my Facebook page at KAxis Wrestling Podcast and just, you know, going over to that left tab side of Facebook on the profile page and go down to where you see subscribe and just click on the word subscribe and it'll take you to my subscriber page and then you just you know fill out your email hit subscribe and there you are end of story so all right i am your host k-axis signing off for k-axis wrestling podcast i will see you guys next week for the monday night raw edition and the SmackDown Live editions of K-Axis Wrestling Podcast. So until then, you guys stay safe, stay strong, stay out of trouble, and don't do anything that I wouldn't do. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>